0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, totally triumphant. Tuesday is we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, why are we different from the world and the worldly? Well, there's several. Reasons for this reality. The first level is that God called us His own, which means we are holy or set apart for His purposes. That set apart is from the world and from the worldly. He sets us apart by choosing us. Another level of being separated is that we respond to Jesus as he is, alive and well and at the right hand of the Father. Still another level is that the Holy Spirit has sealed us. But there's one more thing that we engage with that separates us. Next, H-M-I-M. He must increase ministry. I was so blessed to see that I could generate a nonprofit with this title. John the Baptist stated this in John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. There's two major parts in this. First, Jesus must increase in all we say, do, or think. We, as in self-glory, must decrease. And then finally, holier-than-thou doesn't work very well. A myriad of people have convinced themselves that their good works will outweigh their bad ones. Even though that is not statistically true, they still feel like their balance will put them in the plus column before God. Unfortunately for them, God says... Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, oy vey. so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, it works. It works. It's still working. Uh, you can also text us, 214-210-8483 during the show, 214-210-8483. If I don't get back to you right away, sometimes I do the responses on the way home. So just, you know, just be aware of that. And then also you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770 when you call 972-445-0770. Lights Out takes place because you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello,
1: lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to, kid, a dynamite. Dynamite. Dynamite.
0: All right, talking to Dynamite D, watch this one. I don't know if you've had this happen or not, but this is classic. I've had this happen at the right time. That's like going to a hotel and being bumped to a suite at no extra charge. That's what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. Glory. Glory. <laughs> Glory. Glory. Uh, isn't that nice? That's nice. That's right, so, very nice. That's, that's a that nice, sounds a, really good right now. Yeah, too. I mean, this is, this is great. That's one of the things that happened to my life, one of our One of our first trips together. I said, I'm trying to impress her. <laughs> Little lady goes, Okay, watch this. <laughs> Bing! Anyhow, like I did it. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's so funny. All right. Uh, anyhow, let's back this up. Uh, make sure you understand. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Maybe you've got a praise report. If you've got a prayer request, let us join our faith with yours. Okay. If you've got a prayer, uh, a praise that you want to share, share that. It will bless people. It, always blesses people inevitably anybody who shares a praise i get one email or more about how that was just what they needed to hear and you're thinking well why aren't you sharing that you should trust the lord that when you're sharing the glorious work he's doing he's doing his stuff Right. That's a big deal. Right. And so you can do it that way. Maybe you just want to encourage people just something to share. Maybe you just got just a general question like, Dave, is it true that brownies are, in fact, the best type of general treat? And It's like I will give you an answer. Of course they are. Uh, But the bottom line is anything, everything, all of it together, as long as we're doing the kingdom together. That's the key. So I encourage you to do that. You can also answer trivia, which is rather fun for many, many people. Which Old Testament city was destroyed when its walls fell to the ground? Which Old Testament city was destroyed when its walls fell to the ground? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And as well, you can send an email to David at increase dot org those are three ways that you can get a hold of us couple couple things don't forget to be praying for one another i do think it's a good idea when we've got like these storms going on that people pray hey lord keep people safe you know you think well can you pray that way can you pray a general prayer of safety for travel i don't know if you've read have you read ezra or nehemiah because if you have then you would have that answer of course you can pray for safety travel. Of course. In fact, it happens like four times. So sure. And and with that being said, let me just drop this. This is probably not going to happen, but I just want to say if in case it might. So tomorrow, so it's been really wet, right? And tomorrow it's supposed to get down to like the 31-ish kind of range. So if it's iced out, uh, I can tell you right now, Dave's probably not making the one-hour drive. <laughs> I thought she was
1: going to take your helicopter I, I, I mean,
0: I'm just saying, you know, if that happens, this happened once before. So if it happens, it happens. Okay? Just that's how it goes. But, you know, I've already got another one lined up. So, uh, and then when we do our replays, you know, it, it could be a replay with D, It could be with Chris. It could be with, you know, anybody that we've worked with. That part doesn't matter as long as it's a blessing in the teaching and in the, in the engagement. So I'm telling you that ahead of time. I don't believe that will happen, but I just want you to be aware of it. Okay? All right. Great. All right, once again on the trivia question, and then we'll move into the teach that I want to talk about. Which Old Testament city was destroyed when its walls fell to the ground? Ooh. If you think you know the answer, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. 770 You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at he org. So let's make this very clear. You and I have been chosen. Now we choose, but we have also been chosen. You think, well, how does that happen? From God's perspective, he chooses. From your perspective, you choose. Okay. That's how all theology is resolved. Okay. It's not that complex. And the reality is, God calls us his own. And when God calls us his own, he separates us. Do you know what that word separate means? It means holiness. People think of holiness and they think of perfection. Holiness is separation. It's like being separated. So we are separated from the world and the worldly. For, by the Father choosing us, we're done that exact same way by Jesus Christ being active in our lives. He lives in our heart by faith. He's interceding for us at the right hand of the Father. That's another way that we're separated. The Holy Spirit has sealed us for the day of redemption and is operating with us and is leading us. That's another way that it happens. But yet there is a third way I want to bring up that says why we are different. Ready? 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 ready john 17 17 sanctify them in thy truth your word is truth do you know what the word sanctify means set apart (laughs) wait wait dave that that sounds like holiness set apart exactly that's exactly right when holiness is being referred to, when there's that sense, of course there's this sense of of this rightness or this righteousness, but it's more holiness separation unto the Lord as an instrument of the Lord than anything else. And if you will remember, Jesus in John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them in, your, in the truth. Your word is truth. You want to know where that sanctification process comes from? I know. It's so crazy. Everything we talk about always goes back to the Word of God in prayer. How is that possible? Well, it's possible because the Word of God is breathed into by the Holy Spirit in partnership with mankind to tell man how to walk it and prayer is your communion with God, and between those two things, guess what? You find out that you are connected to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and to one another. Remember, it's not just love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, love your neighbor as you love yourself, but John 13, 34, and 35, Jesus said, a new command I give you, love one another. So the love for one another is also a command that we have from the Lord. Very important for people to understand. And so what separates us from being world or worldly? The truth. The word of God. That's why we encourage the BFN, the big fat nose in the book. That's why we encourage people to listen on time. This is why you will never see me say you must listen or you must read this one translation. Rubbish. Read the one where the Lord speaks to you and you know it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Do that. I remember, I read the King James exclusively for three years, then I read the NIV, then I read the New King James, then I read the New American Standard, and now I've read almost 40 different versions, Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21, all the way through, because it speaks to me, and the Lord speaks to me, and he gives me insight, gives me understanding about drawing closer to him, and that separates me from the world and the worldly. Does it work perfectly for me? Well, not for me. <laughs> but it works (laughs) it just just doesn't work perfectly for me because I have my own problems here's the bottom line sanctify them in thy truth set them apart remember Pilate remember what Pilate said to Jesus he said what is truth well you want to know the answer Pilate it's the word of God that's the truth God's word in our lives separates us from the world and the worldly on purpose doesn't mean you don't love them But you don't be like them. The idea that the church should morph into looking like the world is absolutely satanic. Period. It's doctrines of demons, and every person who preaches it ought to recognize that their destiny is not good. There won't be enough burn oil to help them. The word of God separates us unto God. It sanctifies us. It enables us to connect to God and not be polluted by the world. That's why we're different. Because you pick up that silly book. Oh, that silly book. Those silly books. And we just respond, if God created the universe, he can write a book. And we embrace it and receive it with faith. And he talks to us. That's why it's called the Word of God, right? All right. The answer to the trivia question: Which Old Testament city was destroyed when its walls fell to the ground? Do you know this one, D? I'm just. Do uh, you know?
1: Yeah. The, you, with, uh,
0: Jericho. That is correct, Amanda, sir. You are right as rain. I was gonna do the Joshua fought the battle at Jericho, but I thought that's just too much. <laughs> That's just too much. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing...
0: That's no bull.
2: Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station.
0: Oops. Sorry. That's Cow Punch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. CowpunchSites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Do you think it's been organizational leadership has been a good thing for church leaders?
2: Well, it, oh <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a penetrating question. The answer is very simple. If used correctly to add value to people and serve others, it's a good thing. If used incorrectly, it's not a good thing. And, uh, you know, when people talk about everything rises and falls on leadership, I teach them often that it rises, but it also falls. And nothing is better than for people to have a good leader, and nothing's worse than for people to have a bad leader. And the to me, what... What makes servant leadership work is this most leaders put themselves first before their people and so it is a me uh motivation as far as leading what's in it for me uh, I I travel internationally with my uh, company equip and, and uh, in fact I'll, I'll leave Sunday for Guatemala in fact I'll be meeting next week with the president and the cabinet of Guatemala and when I am when I'm with these leaders alone David alone i mean no no handlers no media nothing but just alone the question i ask him which is i think the true servant leadership question is will the people be at, better off after you've served your term as a leader than they were before you got there wow and i think that's and when the answer is yes you have been a good leader it has been a good thing organizational leadership good thing when the answer is no bad leader bad thing
0: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM seven seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAM seven seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. I'm still trying to process Eric's mm, cow punch, like like punch that's like cow, like cow. Pu- Ew. Ew. I'm still working through that. Okay. <laughs> cheer a question that's right folks you might as well enjoy life because there's nothing that is as serious as you think it is except for your decision to spend eternity with God I know you think it's all that serious stick with the Lord you got your you got the horn I gotta take that I gotta take this off my head go ahead and play the horn. Here's your trivia question. True or false? When Samson's hair was cut off, he lost his strength forever. True or false? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email to David. And he must increase Okay, so today, listen to this. Today, uh, Al has a pow pow. Joanne and Cordelia have a pow pow, and uh, Eric has a pow pow. But it's just spread out all over the place. The usual, though. The usual. Well, yeah, that's true. That's a good question, though. I think you know, although the horns. You guys have no idea. They don't have any idea how loud that horn is in my ear. It's well, like I did turn it down a little. I bit. know, and I appreciate that. It's <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> you're like, like oh, it's like my sister talking. Oh, anyway, um, okay, so. <laughs> Uh, last thing I'm going to remind you of is please don't forget to pray for your neighbor. Something we're trying to add in. You don't have to be brilliant at it. You just got to like pray for your neighbor. I realize I hardly ever pray for my neighbors. Not that I don't like my neighbors. I just don't hardly ever pray for them, which is kind of weird. You know, it's like you'd think I would, you know, just think of it better or do a better job or I don't know. I just think I would do a better job of praying for my neighbors. And I typically think of my neighbor as anybody that the Lord brings into your life. And then uh, the irony is that these are people that the Lord has brought into my life. <laughs> they live right next to me. So, I mean, that, that would apply. All right. Somebody is ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Go ahead. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is John. Hi, brother. How are you?
2: <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm trying to stay dry.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a challenge, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, what is it? Yeah. Re- Go ahead. Yeah.
2: But anyway, uh,
0: I know your question. All right, all right. Let me ask you in the fact, question. I knew and- the question before. Got it. Yeah, you knew the and one before, I, I too? I was waiting. I said, oh, I knew that immediately. And I said, well, nobody called in. I said, well, maybe it's because it's raining. I don't know. <laughs> It. They can't dial because it's raining. That's right. <laughs> but, but you know, I, I love the thing that you just said right before, 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 before question. All right, here you go. Ready? Ready? Okay. True, true or false? When ha- when Samson's hair was cut off, he lost his strength forever. Whoa. Say it again.
2: He, he, he lost it. He lost it temporarily until it was
0: short. That is correct if know. Yeah. <laughs> he lost his strength, and then his hair grew back, right? That's right. A- and there's, there's – I'm not going to say – I'm not going to go down this road too deep, but you're the people that have Samson as a prisoner. You cut his hair because you know his strength is in his hair. You then make fun of him and mock him and do all these things. His hair is growing back, and nobody in their entire group thinks maybe we should cut his hair again. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody thinks that, not one person, and bammo. <laughs> pay oh, the, really? They pay the price well, for that not was having some a burger. girlfriend he had, Delilah. Oh, you know? <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Yeah, that's a whole nother, that's I a want whole nother to tell thing. You, I wanted to
2: tell you how, much it, how important. The thing you were talking about is that we must keep our focus on Jesus always.
1: Yes. A while
2: ago. Yes. And that is, uh, you know, I think the more that makes people start to think.
0: Yeah, I, I think when we it, when we get caught up in the stuff around us, then we get caught up in the minutiae, and that's just something we can't do. That's right, brother. Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. Excellent to job. Brother. you, brother. Stay dry. All right. Stay, Thank stay warm. you. <laughs> God bless you. I don't you. think we're going to have any ice tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. That's the big thing. So no. I'll be safe when we're another. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you. All right. Excellent job. I love our audience. It's just, you guys, just so fun. All right. Okay. Here, I want to call this. This is called doing the job. I don't know. I, it's doing the job. I don't know. This is. Very matter-of-factly. Yeah, doing the job, okay? All right. Johnny B., right? You guys know I call John the Baptist Johnny B. I've actually had somebody get offended at that. By the way, I, I did create, and I'm being sent to sticker that says, I am so offended that you are offended. I'm just telling you. It's uh, in route. Johnny B., he said in John 3.30, he must increase, I must decrease. So for me, when we were putting together the nonprofit, uh, Deb will uh, testify to this. I think she can testify to this. Noel will certainly testify to this. I went through five trillion names, <laughs> just trying to think, you know, what I was really trying to, like, where I was at, you know. And you can still come up with so many great names. There's tons, tons of great stuff, right? But the one thing about he must increase, and I must decrease. Is that's how I feel. Not, not just it's the truth, not just it's a passage in John 3.30, not just that all the notes on it are some of the most fantastic theological notes ever, which they really are, especially... Especially, by the way, the note by Albert Barnes might be one of the best notes ever written on John 3.30. You can listen to that, or you can read that free. It just does a great job. We're not here to start our own religion. We're not here to do this. We're here to promote Jesus Christ. Okay, just exactly what Don was saying. So get this choice, right? He must increase. I must decrease. And it's not It's not just a theological idea. It's it's the truth of it. It's the touch of it. It's the reality of it. In your life, in order for Jesus to have more in your life, in my life, in order for Jesus have more space in my life, I got to get out of the space that I'm putting in there for myself, for my own glorifications. I got to get out of the spaces that are just so central, focused on me and me alone. In order for Jesus to increase, I have to decrease. And the reason I want to decrease is because I want Jesus to increase. It's not just the theology of it. It's the feel of it. It's the touch of it. It's the connection to it. So when we read a passage like John 3.30 that says, He must increase, but I must decrease, you think, oh, that's so sad. That's why our our ministry is, He must increase ministry. That's what it is, okay? And it's just that's what we're looking for. Do we do it perfect? No. Do we do everything right? No. Are we going to do everything right? No. But we're going to keep trying because what we want is more of Jesus, and what I'd love to have, especially in regards to my old nature or my stupid stuff, is less of that. In John seventeen four, it reads, I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. That's what Jesus said. Now listen, listen to this. I glorified you on earth. Having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. That's the thing. It's not about our happy dance. Now, that doesn't mean you don't get moments of joy. I mean, of course you do. And of course you get blessings and you have celebrations and parties and birthdays and births and, and anniversaries and all. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Okay. But in the end of it all, if we're doing the stuff to glorify the Lord, and he is increasing, and we are bringing glory to him by what we do, then we're living it well. That's why we, we have this ministry title. I know it sounds kind of... So it's not emotional, I think. It's it's a little goofy. Maybe I could teach it more theological, but I don't want to. And the reason I don't want to is because I, I want this. I want this to be tattooed in my spirit, in my heart, in my being, in my mind. You should want this. We should all want this. More of him, less of us. More glorification on the Lord to accomplish his work, his task— A new set of happy dances on streets of gold. (laughs) That's what you're talking about. We are laying up treasures in heaven. How's the investment going? As long as we are focused on having him increase. That doesn't mean you don't have happy things happen. But it means that's the focus. He must increase. I must decrease. And then just listen to what Jesus said. I glorified you on the earth, having accomplished the work you gave me to do. God has given you something. Do it. And if you don't know what it is, talk to him. He'll help you. Okay? All right. Okay. Uh, We will take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience. Right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: Just as I am. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible based, Spirit led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon experience?
0: Can I blow your mind? You know, I did this with you before, but on a different text. I love this text. You will love this text because you and I are sci-fi people. You'll love this. I mean right. this is one of those oh goodness gracious, that's so good. Uh first Samuel twenty three, ten through twelve. First Samuel twenty three ten through twelve. Okay, 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 okay. 1 Samuel 23, 10 through 12 says this, Then David said, O Lord God of Israel, your servant has heard for certain that Saul is seeking to come to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Keilah surrender me into his hand? Will Saul come down just as your servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I pray, tell your servant. And the Lord said he will come down. Then David said, will the men surrender me and my men to the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, they will surrender you. Now, I love this portion because people, we, we think in these boxes and we force God into our theology and say he must conform here which is just insanity by itself. Here's a situation where David hears that Saul is coming down to try and get him. And he's asking, will the people of the city surrender me? I've helped them. I've defended them. I've given them some deliverance. Is is Saul going to come in and change their mind and they're going to give me up? And the Lord says, yeah, that's going to happen. Now, if you read the rest of the passage in 1 Samuel 23, David leaves. So he is not surrendered to Saul by the men of the city. But what I want you to catch is this, God knew what the outcome was gonna be if David stayed and what the outcome was gonna be if David left. In other words, God knew the alternate universe or the alternate pathway that was taking place. We've talked about this before. It's one of those cool thoughts where we don't think of it in these terms, but remember, David says to God, hey, uh, are they gonna give me up? And the Lord's like, yeah, they're going to give you up. That's what's going to happen. So you need to make a decision and go a different direction so we can have a different outcome. And it's like God knew what the outcome was if they gave him up, and God knew what the outcome was if he left. God knew what it would be if, it went, if he went left or right, if we went west, east, north, or south. God knew what the outcome was going to be no matter what because God is omniscient. He knows all things, which means he knows every alternate route.
1: If Jesus was like.
0: Me, Welcome back to the me. David Spoon experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's Man 770, the Truth Station here in Texas, where I cannot believe we've already done an hour. I mean, it's just like. Flies by. Just- that is flying by right there. Okay. This is a good, uh, good trivia question. Okay. Good trivia question. All right. All right. There you go. All right. The last two will be. See, the last three were in the Old Testament, so these will be in the New Testament. These last two. All right. Which of Jesus's parables features a traveler who was attacked and left left half dead on his way to Jericho? Which of the parables was that? If you think you know the answer, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three, or you can send an email to David at he must increase dot org. Uh, we have somebody calling in. Plus, I'm going to send you up to the website. So, kind of. Uh, both things going on at the same time because it's kind of how we, you know, it's, what we, it's what we do. You know, it's how we do it. Uh, Bottom line is on the website, there is the opportunity to give, and we encourage you to do that if you can. We really don't want you to feel guilty. I really don't want you to, okay? I re- If the Lord puts on your heart, give. If he doesn't, don't. Okay, you can pray for us, though. I mean, you can't tell me you can't pray for us, okay? All right, all right. The other thing is, don't forget to pray for my wife. <laughs> telling Don, you, you, I was telling Don Don came in today. And Don and Dynamite D and, and Jennifer all need prayer. So I expect that. I actually expect that from our audience. Is that terrible to say that? I expect that from the audience. Uh, but uh, I just said, uh, next three weeks, she needs help. <laughs> so Al asked me, it's like, next three weeks, Noelle needs help. Uh, she needs help. So just... Uh, Keep it in prayer because as it goeth with hereth, so it goeth with meeth. And you'll know if I come in here and I'm super-duper frumpy that it not goeth welleth. <laughs> okay? That's the best way to tell you. Uh, go check out the website real when you get a chance. HeMustIncrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org.
1: Praise report?
0: HeMustIncrease.org Looking to
1: give to this ministry?
0: He must
1: Confused by what's happening right now?
0: He must increase.org. He must increase.org. That is uh, Noelle oh, as she's getting ready to go into work. That's her hitting her head. No comment. <laughs> hitting her head on a symbol. <laughs> we'll just leave that there. All right, somebody's ready to answer a trivia questions. Send them on through. <laughs> Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. This is John. Hi how are John, you? Hi, John. How you doing, brother?
2: All right. All right today.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we, were, we prayed for you earlier today. I don't know if you got a chance to hear or not, but we did. We were praying oh. for everybody, and, and I told everybody. I actually read what it is that, that you sent to us. Well, I you sent to me today. I just read it straight out because I can't say it better than Martha can say it. So it's, I just thought, oh man, I'll just read this. And so yeah. uh, we read it out. And I just want people to be praying. the The big thing is tomorrow, right? Yeah. And we, uh-huh. we, we just, care, defi- right. we just want people to know and to pray and to petition on Nola's behalf as well as for the Thank family. Thank you. Okay?
2: Oh. That's wonderful. Thank you,
0: everybody. Yeah, that and that's yeah. so, it's so, 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 so important. So, I mean, and so, you know, Mandy wrote, I think she did a really great job when she wrote that. She just wrote it yes. very concise, very we specific. We thought so, too, yes.
2: Yeah, uh-huh.
0: and so that was good that you sent it that way. So that's, that's sometimes yeah. better Better to do it that way. So. Right, yeah. So everybody's going to pray for John. Everybody's going to pray for Nola. Everybody's going to pray for Mandy and the family. You guys are going to be praying, especially tomorrow. Just put little right. brain. Pray, <laughs> pray, pray, pray. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yes. You ready? Yes, yes. Ready for the triv? Amen. All right. You ready for the trivia questions? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Please. Which of Jesus's parables features a traveler who was attacked and left left half dead on his way to Jericho? That was a good Samaritan. That parable. is correct, Emmanuel. <laughs> that is absolutely correct sir the good the parable of the good samaritan and i and i've said this multiple times but i just think it's funny People keep saying, and when I hear pastors preach it, they always go, "Well, this road's a really dangerous road." Okay, but everybody seems to be traveling down it because yeah. it's like. So I'm just saying, it's like, okay, sure, it's a it's a dangerous road, but everybody's traveling it, so you need to keep, keep aware of that. So <laughs> anyway. maybe that's the
2: one way there, the yeah. best way there. I guess the most direct route. Yeah, know. exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly, and then, and then and then notice that they weren't traveling in pairs. That wasn't very. Smart. Either, oh so. <laughs> yeah, right, right, true, huh? That's, that's, You're deep in thought today, yeah, yeah right, deep, deep and rolling. But we want you to know we're praying with you. We stand with you. We know it's not easy, and we're just praying yeah. that God will just be so gracious to the family in Tenola and to just let that little champion just rise up. That's what we're oh, praying. Oh,
2: thank you so much. Okay. Such a relief to hear yeah, that.
0: Yeah, and we believe for you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome, brother. All right. Keep me posted. One, one
2: parting uh, thing. I don't know if it's a parable or not, but happy wife, happy
0: life. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Noality. All right. All right, brother. Keep us in prayer. We'll keep you in prayer. And keep us posted. Keep me posted. Keep, me posted. keep sending the, the updates. That just really helps us so we can okay. tell the audience we what's will. going Thank on. Thank you, David. You got, oh, it. You got it. brother. appreciate you so much. Thank you. All right. God bless Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Yeah. That great to hear from him? That's just wonderful. That's Noah's granddad. That's a granddad going to town for his granddaughter. Yeah, right? I
1: remember that. Yeah, we That's, definitely pray for him. Yeah, definitely. And we'll be continually.
0: Yeah, continually praying for him. Okay? All right. Now, I get—this is so good because of the way the show is setting up. All right, so we are going to do our—even though it's a, a little later. uh Okay, maybe not. <laughs> I got to teach this thing. Listen, okay, I'm going to teach this thing. We'll, we'll do our history— Next, and then I'll save it on the joke. This, listen to this title. Listen to this title because I want. We're going to pull something out of Job. No, we've already we're teaching on Job, but that doesn't mean you don't go back and teach from it. Listen to this title of this DDD, this Devotional Diamond of the Day. It's called "Not Christian Enough." Ooh, not Christian enough. Ooh, Job chapter four, verse three through six. Okay, listen. This is this is. Uh, the response that Job is getting. You've instructed many and have strengthened weak hands. You, ha- Your words have steadied the ones who were stumbling, embraced the knees that were buckling. But now this has happened to you, and you've become exhausted. It strikes you, and you are dismayed. Isn't your piety your confidence? Isn't it your integrity of your life your hope? So now I want you to listen to this, okay? So this is the one of his comforters remember they were miserable comforters (laughs) okay and they're like going okay well look dude you've helped other people you've steadied people that were stumbling you've strengthened the knees when they were buckling now you got bad stuff happening to you isn't your piety isn't your religious life your confidence isn't your integrity your hope and so he's saying your words have helped others. Now you're in trouble. Isn't your petty? Now the word petty actually means one who operates in fear, awe, and respect. Just so you can know, integrity is one who operates in completeness, in innocence, and soundness of moral character. And he's like, isn't your integrity? Isn't isn't your 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 petty? Isn't that your hope? No. It is not. That's Job chapter four, verse three through six. Is it your hope? No. Listen to me. It is not. That is not my hope. The way that I operate is not my hope. The, the, my moral character is not my hope. No. Do you hear what I'm saying? The answer is no. Here is my hope. Ready? Grace and mercy from the almighty God. That is my hope. Not the way that I live my Christian walk. Not the way that I do try to do devotions, not the way that we teach, not the way that we do this ministry, not the way that we do the show, not the good things being done, not the bad things we've done, not the up and down and in between. None of that. None of that is our hope because all of that is hopeless. We depend on the grace and mercy of God. Oh, it's important to live the life that reflects Jesus Christ. But is that my hope that I've done that a little bit? Not a chance. I throw myself at the mercy of God. I drop my knees before the Lord God Almighty to know that his grace is there. That's our hope. The way we live our lives? Are you kidding? The majority of Christians raise hell Monday through Saturday and repent on Sunday. Tell the truth. Come on. So our righteousness is our hope? 292,000 sins at a minimum, if you count starting at the age of 13 or 14 for accountability and live until you're 78. On a general context, you don't have 290,000 good works. Who are you kidding? Get out of town you see what we see with it? That's not our hope. Our hope is in the grace and mercy of God Almighty. Our hope is in unmerited favor. Hey, what does that word unmerited mean? Not deserved. (laughs) That's That's what it means. That's our hope. Is your payity, your confidence, your integrity, your hope? No, Jesus is my hope. No, his redemption is my hope. My confidence is in the grace of God. My confidence is in the mercy of God. My confidence is in God. I don't, pfft, me, get out. Stop lying. If it's on us, we're all in trouble. Our, all our righteousness, are filthy rags before the eyes of God. Our hope is in him. And that's where we want it. Why? Because he's stable. <laughs> see, 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 see how this, see how this works? And then if, and if our hope is our anchor to our soul and it's based in him, it's stable. Oh, this is a good idea. Having stable hope as opposed to hope that bounces in and out because we bounce in and out. Nope, 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 nope. Is your pity, your confidence, your integrity of your life your hope? No, it is not. The grace and mercy of God Almighty, given because God's full of love, demonstrated the redeeming work of Jesus Christ and empowering us through the Holy Spirit. That's our hope. And nothing of us. That's it. Case closed. That's the fini. Mic drop. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas, taking a very short break. Then we'll come back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. What is the David Spoon Experience? For this is the kind of high priest we need. Holy, innocent, undefiled separated from sinners and exalted above the heavens. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do, first for their own sins and then those of the people. He did this once for all when he offered himself. Now watch this. Oh, boy, this is so unbelievable. Jesus is a unique kind of priest. He is your high priest. He is so unique, and you think, well, why? What? What is it that makes Jesus unique? And you already know. Well, it's because he's you know born from the Holy Spirit and he's born from Mary, so he's fully man, fully God. And it's like, okay, I get that part, but there's something else that we miss quite often, and that is Jesus is undefiled, separated for, from sinners. And verse 27 says he doesn't he he doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day like the high priests do, first for their own sins. So let me explain this to you. When priests or petitioners or people are praying on your behalf, every human being has to deal with their own set of sins. It doesn't matter if it's the high priest of Israel. It doesn't matter if it's the high high priest one year, 20 years later, 40 years later. There is something that takes place. It's the same dynamic that takes place when you spend time with the Lord And you come before the Lord and you thank him and you recognize the grace of God enables you to stand because apart from that, the grace, apart from the mercy, apart from the love that comes from the Lord and the redeeming work from from Jesus Christ that you receive by faith, that he gives by grace, apart from that, you're a mess." And so when you come before the Lord, you're like, Lord, you know, please forgive me. Please don't be mad. Please, you know, don't chasten me. David said it great. Don't chasten me in your hot displeasure. I don't want to get you irritated. You see, when Jesus comes and petitions for us, he doesn't have to go through that. He doesn't have to be centered on himself to be forgiven because there's nothing for him to be forgiven forgiven. He's sinless. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices for what he's done or for any of the lacking that he uh, would have if he was a regular human priest. So when Jesus comes on our behalf, there's nothing, get this, get this, here it is. There's nothing distracting him in his life. He is only focused on our well-being. And
1: if you can't
0: Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at k 770 the truth station here in Texas. That's k double 770 the truth station here in Texas. Now, I have to do the history. See, the thing about the jokes, let me explain to you how this goes, okay? I just want you to understand. I'm going to give you the trivia, and then we're going to do the history. But see, I can take a joke and not do it and do it in the next show. I can't do that with history. Pretty much, great. That was a great explanation. Yeah, I'm mean, yeah. just like, come on, because history is today. Today, yes. I either do it or I don't do it. Get it? All right. Here's your last trivia question. Then we'll do the history. What was the name of the first Christian martyr whose death is described in the book of Acts? Everybody should know that. Okay, everybody, right? Okay. Uh if you think you know, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david, at org. We will now do history, so let's do history. Let's
1: go, let's-
0: All right, a couple things that are uh, relatively important. Today is National Compliment Day. Let me just pay a compliment to you, my good friend, Dynamite D. You are a fantastic person to do the show with. Thank you, Dave. Likewise. Okay. National Peanut Butter Day. I am a huge— Yes. I love peanut butter. I love peanut peanut butter. butter. Peanuts, peanut butter. I just love it. It's terrible. My wife was mad because I bought— Okay, so we won't go too deep into this. But I bought— you know Girl Scout cookies? They yep. were doing this, this little thing here, and the, the I didn't get the Thin Mints. Normally, we would get the Thin Mints, but I got two peanut butter kinds. And she just like, what is with you and peanut butter? <laughs> that's actually good, Dave. Know, and I'm not taking fever, sides, but, but that's a really good thing. I, I like it. All right. Uh, <laughs> global Belly Laugh Day. I don't know why it's Global Belly Laugh Day. I love a good one when you laugh and you laugh so hard your stomach hurts. That's always – That's a really good thing. That's a – I won't tell you all the different times I have this. Let's just move on. Uh, 1848, Gold Ru- California Gold Rush started. 1849, Democrats take control and everybody leaves California. Oh, did I say that out loud? Okay. And then uh, 1922, 101 years ago today, the Eskimo pie was invented. Wow. How about that? Huh? Huh? That's pretty good. And then finally, 1986, uh, Voyager 2. Voyager 2 flies within 50,000 miles of Uranus. That's not Uranus. It's Uranus. That's what we've said for a hundred years. I don't know what they're thinking about. Well, not a hundred years, but 30 years. Discovering 11 previously <laughs> unknown moons and two oh. previously unknown rings. That is amazing. He's amazing some of those things on the internet on the creation and the, the universe they're just like it's just lights out fantastic stuff okay all right once more on the triv then I'll go into the teaching the teachings a little soft don't get too excited uh, what was the name of the first Christian martyr whose death is described in the book of Acts you guys should know this uh, he was the one who Filled with the Holy Spirit, looked up and saw Jesus. That by itself is one of the great teachings of all. Filled with the Holy Spirit, looked up and saw Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Hello. All right. If you think you know who that is, two one four two one zero eight four eight three or uh oh that's the text. Two one four two one zero eight four eight three. You can call nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You would think by now I would know these numbers. Maybe. Okay. Hear this. Okay, here we go. All right. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. So I'd like to flip the script And we have mentioned this, uh, you know, after four years of teaching stuff like that, you know. We are constantly being tested by the Lord. If you don't think you are constantly being tested by the Lord, you do not understand. It's just that everybody thinks of a test as an algebra test, okay? Some tests are pick the color, red or blue. I mean, not every— Test is like, you know, the 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 stretching of your brain into all these. Some tests are very minor, very light, very simple, very simplified. Okay, that's 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 what. It is. But the Lord doesn't do it because He doesn't know. The Lord tests so we can know. It's this this idea that God is testing so that He, he can see where we're at is. Is only written from the perspective of not understanding that God is omniscient, and so Jesus knew what what was going to happen, but He said this to Philip to test Philip. And so here's the only thing I don't want to get into too deep. This, but this is what I want you to get. What is your test right now? That's my question. Are you in a test right now? Abraham was tested. He wasn't, you know, a great man of Abraham, great man of faith. He was tested. Everybody gets tested. And the question is, what's your test? What is the Lord trying to teach you? Remember, he this even says right here, he said this to test him, for he he himself knew what he would do. Jesus knows what he's going to do. A test is for us to learn about ourselves, not for God to learn. And so when we look at this, you, you understand. And you think, well, you tell me that God does a whole bunch of testing. Job said, "What a, what is man that you think so highly of him and pay so much attention to him? You inspect him every morning and put him to test every moment." Yes, I expect that God tests us on a regular basis on a ton of things. Are they all super hard tests? No, but that's not what I'm asking you. What I'm asking you is, what is your test? Right now, what is it that the Lord is trying to reveal to you about yourself? See that? That's now 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 it's like wait a minute. Wait a minute, Dave. That whole testing thing, you just inverted it. <laughs> so now it's like I have to look and look at myself and examine exactly. What is the Lord trying to teach you about you? And here's one of the things that I would say to you I, I think that we do miss this Some of those tests are to affirm our faith Not to simply show us that we're missing Some of those tests are to verify that we're not missing You know, sometimes you get a test It's uh, three questions, you know, every answer Not to know the answers would be like kind of weird kind of thing That's so that you can be just affirmed Well, sometimes the Lord allows a test in our lives That have to do with us affirming and being sure of and confident of, what is your test? What is the Lord testing you in? What does he want to reveal to you? What is he trying to say to you through it? What is he trying to either challenge you in, confirm you in? It could be any of that. And the reason that I, you would say it this way is because the Scripture says it this way. Where are we going to buy bread for these people? There's so many people. What are we going to do? He said this to test them, for he himself knew what he he was going to do. Jesus knew what he was going to do, but he wanted Philip to think and to see and to grasp and to grow. And the Lord only tests us so that we can get the handle on things and draw closer. And when we're lacking, he helps us pick it up. And when we're not lacking, you can just go, praise the Lord, I'm getting that. I'm not a very patient guy, but I'm more patient than I was 20 years ago. That's some progress. I'll take it. (laughs) That's my comment. I'll take it. Uh, What was the name of the first Christian martyr whose death is described in the book of Acts? His name was Stephen. Stephen was the first martyr who, uh, in the book of Acts who was crucified, and uh, what a privilege and honor forever and ever his name will be and his life will be. Right? All right. We're done for today. You've been listening to The David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then.
1: and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.